I think it highlights just the importance of having realistic expectations of this adventure. Hey y'all, Katie here with Team Eva Wazy at EXP Realty. We are so excited for season four of Real with Matt and Katie, and we have so much juicy real estate goodness lined up for you for this season. Thank you so much for following us and for listening to our show. Remember, we are based in the Phoenix, Arizona area. So if you're interested in buying a home, selling a home, or you just have general real estate questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. We are a valley-wide team. Our handle is at Team EvoAZ on all of your favorite social media platforms. Enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. It's Katie and Matt. We are that real estate couple talking a lot about real estate and a little bit about life based in Phoenix, Arizona. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Yourself? I'm doing all right today. Today, we're going to talk about something that's super important. Well, we always do. We always talk about things that are super important. But today is going to be more um, about the mindset of buyers. And if you are getting into this market here in Phoenix, Arizona, and you are a buyer, what, what your expectations should be. It's very, very different if you've purchased in the past, even you know here in the Phoenix area. It's very, very different, has changed quite a bit over the last couple of years, would you say? Oh, yes. A lot. Yeah. Just in prices and demand and areas and everything. It's, it's definitely been a lot of change. So it's important with that change that we change our mindset as well, because it's not going, we're not going to be using the same tactics. Um, we're not necessarily concerned about the same things that we were years ago when we were shopping here in this market. Even as, you know, as soon as last year, you know, things are, things are changing. And, you know, I think one of the biggest things that's what we're really seeing here is just the amount of people that are moving here from out of state. You know, you look at what, you know, what made up a, a good portion of our, our buyers sales previous COVID. Um, it was a lot of people that have lived here and they were becoming first time buyers in Arizona who have been here for at least five years. Um, and right now a lot of people are coming from out. So if you're one of those people that live in Arizona, your mindset's got to change a little bit when it goes to look and buy for that home, because you've seen prices and what they've been over a decade. And it's probably really hard to digest that. And you're competing with someone that's now coming from out of state that's possibly very used to these prices. If anything, it might even seem like a deal compared to if you're moving from parts of Washington, Texas, California and such, New York, Chicago, people still look at these prices and say it's a deal. So it's extremely important to acknowledge that. I think that has, you know, obviously there's a few factors that go into why our prices are are doing what they're doing, but I think that that is a good chunk of it is that, you know, there are people that are coming from out of state, maybe they're coming from California, Washington markets where properties have been, you know, in those higher price point brackets for quite some time. And they're just very used to that. They're coming over with their, their same salaries with those jobs more than likely that they had. Um, You know, a lot of people are telecommuting these days, working from home and they're, 
they're cool with it and they're paying those prices. Um, they've got cash in their pocket. Maybe they sold their, you know, million and a half dollar house wherever they were. And they're coming here and they're looking more in the sevens or the eights and mm. they're able to pull cash out of their pocket and pay cash for that. Yeah. So it's a very, very competitive market. I'm sure that you've all heard that. Um, and in a competitive market as buyers, we have to understand a couple of things. We're probably not going to have very much control over the price we pay. No. No, it's, it's, it's very, very difficult. Um, especially if you go in and you're going to generally apply that to the whole search. If you're looking in specific areas and you're only in that one area, we can pretty much tell you right off the bat, expect this. Um, and our buyers are seeing that, you know, if you're picking a hot area and that's where you want to be, there's going to be competition. Now, if you're, you know, moving from out of state and you're kind of like, Hey, I'm open to these different areas. You might see a little bit of difference as far as, you know, what you're going to pay for the size home that you'd get size lot, some, some features, but you know, that once again is indicative of, of the location. So it's so, so true. And I mean, we, we are shopping with a lot of buyers right now and, and we're noticing in certain areas of the Valley, like in Scottsdale, for instance, there, you know, the average amount over list price is dwarfs Queen Creek or um, other, yeah. places like that. Yeah. And then there's parts of parts of Queen Creek that when you're talking about certain price points in certain areas, it's the same thing. They'll dwarf that of even neighboring areas that are, you know, a stone's throw away, but you go, Hmm, but that's, that's all about location. And that's uh, key. It is key. And I think that it's giant before you start getting out there and start getting excited and looking at property to understand those things. So you can do that research. Obviously, if you're connected with a a good experienced agent, they're going to help you with that research just so that you kind of have Mm -hmm. an idea. And that may help you narrow down area a little bit. Hey, you know, I can only come out of pocket X amount. I'm only willing to do an appraisal shortfall for X amount. I'm only willing to waive an appraisal for X amount. And so I think it's really important to have that expectation up front, because if you're searching, you know, if that X amount is $50,000, but you're searching in an area where it's normal to see the the prices jump $100,000 or for the shortfalls and the waivers to be $100,000, you know, that you got to come out of, of, of pocket with cash. It's really important to know that before you start getting really excited about that location. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that just kind of, I think it highlights just the importance of having realistic expectations of this adventure. Um, you know, and I, and I think that's, that's, you know, you look at what's happening right now in our marketplace all over the country, but specifically here in Arizona, you know, there's a lot of emotion, you know, and I think a, that emotion, it's extremely important that you check that emotion, that you actually go to the old pen and paper, the pros and cons list, what's most important, you know, and you really look at that from an emotional side, but also from a logical side, you know, finances is is a very, very important key and, and piece of this. Now, obviously, if finances aren't one of these driving forces, that's giving you anxiety, that's great. You're, you know, you're a lot of the stuff that we're talking about, you're probably navigating a lot easier, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of people out there that, that don't have that luxury or don't, you know I mean? They're not in that, that mindset and they're, they're a little bit nervous, rightfully so things are moving quickly. This is a huge purchase. Um, and I think it's like I was saying before, if you've lived here in Arizona for the last decade, 
you're getting price tag shock. Yeah. You know, and then you, you take that emotion and, you know, whatever you have going on in your family, whether it's a, you know, it's a decision between you and your significant other or someone else, and it's more than one person or even yourself, you know what I mean? Having that, that battle within your own head of like, oh, am I missing out on something or too critical? We should have bought earlier. You know, this is no time Nothing to you can do about on that. anyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't should on anyone, even yourself, because you can't change that. But you also don't want to use that as a motivating factor for, for, for you to deviate from your plan and make a rash decision. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think a lot of people are doing that right now where they're like, oh my God, we, go, we have to buy. And why? Why do you have to buy? And that is the, the biggest question. And if you're answering that honestly, and it's and and you, and you know that it's constructive, and and your approach your approaches from finances and emotions and all that stuff, the answer is going to be very very clear. Um, and I think a lot of people end up making these knee jerk reactions that like I got to keep up or I got to do this or I'm going to miss out. But what ends up happening is, is you become almost more not neurotic, but more crazy because now emotion is your driving force. And when you're not seeing these results fear, yeah. and these, this fear, you're now even being more triggered by bad news or other things happening in your life. And you're just throwing it all on top and you're like, you can't breathe. And, and what ends up happening is reality will hit and it will either hit on the, in the halfway through your inspection or it could even hit a little bit later on when it's it's too late. Mm-hmm. And then then you're then you're going, wow, God, what am I doing? And I just don't think that that's a time to do that right now if you're in that position. Um, mm-hmm. And and I think a lot of people, you know, especially if you're working with, you know, and I'm not poo-pooing on any realtors that you know are just trying to make a living because mm-hmm. you're not going to get the right advice from them if they're like, hey, they've already invested a lot of time in you and they're trying to get the sale. They're going to be pushing because they you need because it. they need it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I just can't. I don't want to say, hey, is this the right time for you? Um, and that's that's a big question. We ask that to a lot of our clients, especially when we sense that there's some underlying issues here that are preventing them from making moves that we're not seeing. You know what I mean? That don't make sense from, you know, what they've highlighted as their motivating factors in this process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mr. Keller always says, Gary Keller, for those of you who don't know who that is, owner of Keller Williams, speaks a lot. He's, he's got all kinds of wisdom, been around a while. He always says that it's always the right time to buy the right piece of real estate. And I think that a lot of that ha- also has to do with your personal situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really, really big to dig into that and, you know, pull out the piece of paper and the pen, do the old pros and cons yeah. list. I mean, it totally, it, it's been working for years, right? Yeah. So it's very true. And, you know, and I think you're going to determine if, if you're in that position, like, what are the things that are going to make you feel more confident? What mm-hmm. are the things that are going to remove these fears? Now, are these things that we are even in control of? Mm-hmm. Now, I think most people, like if you're, if you're in this position and the, the first question you should be asking yourself and you find yourself stressing out, freaking out is how long are you going to call this home? Yeah. You know? And I think that's the biggest question that a lot of people need to ask, because if you're going to, if that answer to that is, Hey, it's a minimum of five years and this could be our home forever, or it could turn into a rental later on. I would urge you to not be self-critical because what are you really trying to save at this point? Yeah. Interest rates went up. Yeah. Demand's a little bit high. But we have all the indications that Phoenix is going to not stop growing, even if we 
approach certain things that are going to cause us to slow down and whatnot. Mm -hmm. The future of this state and of the city is, is huge. And over the next 15 to 20 years, it's, it's inevitable. It's going up. Um, so that's, that's a real important question to ask yourself. You know, even if you have a higher interest rate, guess what? You can refi. They're going to end up dropping at some point when inflation controls. So that's one solution that you can say, okay, it's not like I'm going to be stuck with this. Um, it's not the case. Because if you're just basing this off purchase price and the ease of obtaining a property, that's the wrong formula for a good deal. You know what I mean? You're going to end up kicking yourself in the ass hard because you're going to miss out on a lot. And yeah. And let's talk about good deal because there's going to be some things that you're going to need to do as a buyer that are uncomfortable in this market mm -hmm. and find, you know, what does a good deal mean to you? Well, if you've been in the Phoenix area for a while, like Matt says, you know, the last 10, 15 years, then a good deal is a lot, probably means a lot of a different thing than what it actually is right now. Yeah. Um, if you've been following us, like what Matt just said, you have heard us say over and over and over again on our monthly market updates with Ryan Gilliam that, yeah, I mean, it's a hot market. And, you know, for those that are out there kind of waiting for crap and fan to meet and for prices to start going south, you're probably going to be waiting for a while. And, you know, it's, it's a conversation that I have with a lot of my buyers. Okay. So this seems like it's an uncomfortable price right now. You're having to come out of pocket. You're paying over the list price, maybe even in some cases over the appraisal, yada, yada. But like Matt says, think about how long you're going to own this property. You're not going to own it for the next month. You're going to own it more than that. More than three months, more than a year, most likely, probably two years minimum is what most people yeah. are really doing. And so, you know, at two years from now, are you going to complain about the price that you paid? I can assure you that people that purchased in 2020 are not complaining about the price that they paid and they came out of pocket with extra cash yeah. and they paid. over. It wasn't a good deal at that time. They were paying heavily over. And that's what happens in appreciating markets where, you know, especially if you're in Arizona, it's, it's hard to digest that. We haven't experienced a heavily appreciating market since 2004 to 2006. And that was highly artificial like that. That was a whole different ball game. And I think a lot of people, once again, want to kind of correlate to what we're seeing now conveniently to what we saw then. And it's just it's not the same. There's there is there. It's not even the same sport, never mind the same field or league. So. You know, I think that's important. And to what you were saying about being prepared, like, once again, if you're if you're on the fringe, and you're looking at life, and you're saying, hey, am I biting off more than I can chew? You know that, you know, your lender is going to know that you're going to know that your spouse, whoever you're talking to is going to know that pump the brakes. There's no reason to do something that's going to put you in a bad situation to feel like you need to keep up or you're going to miss out on something. Never use that as your motivating factor in this. Um, gain clarity, figure out what you need to do to find that confidence, um, whether it's in finances, whether it's saying, hey, you know what, maybe I'm just being self-critical of myself and I'm, I'm not thinking about what I'm doing with my career. A lot, of the, a lot of the reason we're seeing such a big spur right now is too is millennials. We're, we're growing up. Yeah. A lot of the millennials had this almost PTSD from what their parents went through in the crash. They didn't want to buy. If you would have asked them, the average millennial if they were going to buy a home four years ago, it, it was not. They were all about living in a lock and leave apartment and living this like travel the globe lifestyle. Well, guess what? That's changed. 60 to 70% of them have realized, no, I'm actually getting married. I'm having kids or I'm buckling down. I need to start thinking about retirement. All these things that adults have to think of. 
And at the same time, they were heavily prepared financially because they saved their money and they did that. So they came into the market. That's where we're seeing this, this, this big surge. So it's important to make sure you, you have, you know, all of these, these boxes checked. So when you're going into this, you're doing it for the right reasons. Because there will be some discomfort. You will be asked in some cases, or it will be um, suggested to you that you shorten your inspection days. Typically we have a 10 day, you know, it's boilerplate in our contract here in Arizona that we have a 10 day inspection period. I'm not seeing many 10 days come across my desk on my listings. I'm not writing contracts with many 10 days. It's five days max. Um, A lot of times it's going to be as is condition. You're doing your inspection for due diligence purposes only. You're giving the seller X amount of months, you know, time in the property for a lease back or a post-possession. In some cases it's for free. So you're carrying two mortgages. There's a lot of things that are going to cause you discomfort as you move forward. So it's really important to be comfortable and to understand and know that for you, for your personal finances and for your family, that it is the right move to make at this time. Yeah. And absolutely. Absolutely. And like the the best thing that you can do when you, when you discover that information is share it with your professional. I think there's a lot of people too, buyers, especially if they're newer at this or whatnot, that they, they chalk their realtor up as someone that's like not on their side. You know, and they don't want I've to run sh- into that, you know, yeah. and, and we're very fortunate. A lot of our referrals and a lot of the people we work with, they do trust us and they've seen what we've done. Our experience speaks that. Um, but I, I've seen so many people that like are almost like we hold our cards and we don't really tell our realtor what our motivating factors are, which that's that hamstrings your realtor. That's like, you know, I mean, having someone paint a portrait and you're not going to tell them what you want them to paint and you're just expecting results like it doesn't work that way. Um, so when you're when you're soul searching and you're figuring out these things that are keeping you up or making you stressed, share them with your, your professional, with your realtor to say, hey, these are my concerns. What are your solutions? What are your options? Because all the things that you just said as concerns and things you should prepare for, we have tools, we have the mindset and everything to, to attack this so you're not stressed out. Like mm-hmm. making sure that the inspector can do it within five days before you put that that offer and, and having them chambered. That's There's giant. a lot of things that you can do that those sound scary, but they're not, we've got you protected and a good agent can do that, but you have to be a good buyer for this to work too. Yeah. Um, so, and, and where I was going before is I think a lot of people too have confidence in yourself. If you're younger, you're buying this home and you're not, you're in your late thirties, forties, you know, that you're going to grow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and I guess in our fearful mindset in society, we're always like, oh, things are going to be bad. Never two without three and all this, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's really not there. We trend up. And, and if you're, if you're doing things right in life, and if you're clearly entering the market to buy a home North of 400 death to a half a million dollars, you're doing things right. Mm-hmm. Um, so have confidence in yourself and say, Hey, what do I plan on making in the next five years? Am I going to be getting raises? Because that might make you breathe easier if you're a little bit tighter now and saying, hey, we're going to have to probably cut going out to eat or doing these little things to justify the rate hike. But don't think about just right now. Think about the future, too. What's going to come? What are these things that you can do in your life to 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 find comfort and a little bit more income? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The equity gain that you'll be sitting on. um, It's like a savings account, guys. I mean, honestly, and then, you know, what we encourage a lot of our clients to do, and some of them take us up on it is, Hey, you get, get into this house, preferably below your means. 
right? We always want to live that way if we can. So we get into this house preferably below our means. We live in it for a couple of years. Hopefully we've achieved that raise or that promotion or whatever that, you know, was in store for us. And now it's time for us to move on and get the next step up home. Keep that home in your portfolio. Start renting that home out because not only is the housing market as far as buying and selling hot, but the rental market is like through the roof and and will continue to be. And I think- that approach right there, like you said, living below your means is key. And if you find yourself stressing because you have all these emotional needs of like what my dream home is, and I see this with a lot of people where they 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 really have this this picture, but it's it's a little bit beyond their means and it's stressing them out because they know to get that, they're gonna have to kind of push themselves into this weird, uncomfortable spot. And sometimes you take that big step forwards and you actually end up falling backwards. And, and that's where you might really want to stop and say, wait, is my dream home something I want right now or need right now? Mm-hmm. And I think to your question where they might end up saying, you know what, that's a good idea. Maybe we can chalk some of those things down. Maybe this next home has some more, more of these characteristics that would represent a good rental in five years. Mm-hmm. And that's what we, we rest upon. And that's our plan. So then we can build something. And we know that when we're getting ready for that dream home, it's, it's, it's going to be below our means. Mm-hmm. It's going to be something that makes sense. Um, you're not trying to force a, a round peg into a square hole. Mm-hmm. You know? My buyers know it. And when we're, when we're looking for a home, we talk about that. Hey, mm-hmm. is this forever? Or is this a stepping stone? Is this something you might consider putting into a rental portfolio at some point? And when we're shopping, we keep that in mind. You always want to keep the end result in mind yeah. when you're shopping for real estate. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. I think that was a lot. Good stuff, but (laughs) it's very, very, there's a lot of things, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, there's so many things that are going through someone's head in this, in this, in this market. And it's super important that you communicate those to your, to your professional. So everyone can work together to that same goal. So absolutely. And we're always here. You can catch us on evoaz.com. Um, and you know, or shoot us a text message. My number is 480-250-0023. You can comment here on this, on this video, um, or on this podcast, and we will see your comment and we will respond to your questions. Absolutely. All right, y'all. And another thing, if you're interested in being a guest on the show, please follow us at Team Evo AZ, which is our handle at Team Evo AZ on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Send us a little message. Let us know why you'd like to be on the show while you're there. Give us a like. Right now, while you're listening to this show on your favorite podcast platform, please subscribe, download, rate us so that we can naturally and organically get the real news out to the real people. Instead of better. (laughs) Until next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.